The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. Subscribe to Inclusion Revolution Radio, wherever you get your podcast. Hi, I'm Flo from Progressive. You know me, I'm a huge football fan, but it can be stressful for us super fans. So Progressive is going to help take your mind off your team for a moment. Instead of thinking about how your team threw the wrong ball on the wrong net, just think about how Home Court Explorer lets you easily compare our direct rates with multiple companies. Well, hope this distraction about Progressive's Home Court Explorer was helpful. It sure helped me from stressing about my team for a bit. Anyway, go sports! Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Comparison rates not available in all states or situations. Prices vary based on how you buy. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Stacking the Box. I am Matt Verderam alongside Josh Hill, and we finally have free agency to actually dive into to talk about. Plenty going on. The tampering period beginning on Monday, Eastern time at noon, so teams are actually able to talk to the other players. Yep. But before we get into any of that, we've got to get into the end of last week where the Cleveland Browns decided they weren't going to wait the free agency to make (laughs) some moves, made a trio of trades on Friday, then Saturday made another small trade with New England. But your reaction to the Browns, are they a better team than they were 72 hours ago? Uh, Yeah, they are. I mean, they were a better team when John Dorsey got the job as general manager, and now we're seeing his plan go into action. There's a lot of people out there who are saying, oh, yeah, the Browns didn't do anything. What did they do? They traded for Tyrod Taylor. They did Look, Tyrod Taylor is not a bad quarterback. We've said that all season long. He helped get the Bills to the playoffs for the first time since 1999, okay? He didn't have the confidence and the support of the coaching staff. We knew that, and it almost it ended up costing them, I think, maybe the higher seed or something like that. Um, but they get him. He's better than Deshaun Kaiser. They ship off to Green Bay. And the spin job by Packers fans who are saying that Deshaun Kaiser is like the second coming of Brett Favre or something like that. That's another thing. But I think that the Browns got better. And we're going to have to see it play out because we've said this before. Teams winning the offseason. The offseason hasn't even started yet. And the Browns are already going. So, or officially started. Um, I think Taylor, if you put him in, a, in the system in... Uh, Cleveland. He's got some receivers to throw to because they got Jarvis Landry as well. They got a cornerback from from the Packers. So, and now they also have the first and fourth pick in the draft still. So, John Dorsey, he's won favors, I guess, in Cleveland right now. We're going to see if it can translate into them winning actually something. Look, we talked about it. We both thought Dorsey would be a really good fit in Cleveland. Mm-hmm. He comes in. He's got a lot of draft picks. It's Sashi Brown left over. And I, I think when you look at it, they're certainly better. Like they, first oh, yeah. of all, let's be real. They can't be worse. They went on 16. But mm-hmm. Tyrod Taylor has one year left on his deal. He's going to be that bridge to the franchise guy. Yeah. I don't think they're looking at him as being long-term no. there. I think they see him as upgrading this team, giving them some stability. Maybe they even keep him for another year if they, if they want to do that, yep. just to kind of give whoever they bring in in the draft, whether it be a Darnold or a Rose and so on and so forth, some experience. But look, for the Browns, 
Jarvis Landry, is he going to get overpaid? Yeah, probably. But, you know, if you're the Browns, you're going to have to overpay right mm-hmm. now to get some guys there. That's reality. Yeah. But him, Josh Gordon, Corey Coleman, all of a sudden, like, they at least have Good an trio. offense. And if you draft Saquon Barkley, yep. all of a sudden, the Browns look like at least they're a respectable <laughs> team after years of just being bad and then historically bad. Yeah. And as far as Kaiser goes, look. Maybe he, he turns it around some point in his career, but 11 touchdowns, 22 picks. He had the worst completion percentage in the league last year. There's no reason that Browns fans should be upset that he's gone. No. There's also no reason Packers fans should be excited he's there. <laughs> and Demarius Randall going over, he's not great, but he's a good, solid yep. corner, so he helps Cleveland. Well, yeah, because uh, the joke was that Deshaun Kaiser landed in the perfect place, a place where he's never going to have to yeah. play. So there you go. It's not uh, a joke. It's not a joke. It's reality now. Um, so Saquon Barkley, you mentioned it. Uh, does he go number one overall to the Browns now? Because they don't need a quarterback as much as they did before. And my thought on this, too, when I say they don't need a quarterback is, and you'd know this because you're a Chiefs fan, John Dorsey is a meticulous scouter. He looks at film like no other general manager does in football. And to me, trading for Tyrod Taylor is almost an indictment of this quarterback class in a way because he didn't think that Deshaun Kaiser could be a bridge. He's not willing to give up this season and have a rookie either come in and play or not. So I could be wrong on this, but I feel like maybe this is an indictment of at least those top guys. Maybe they sneak in and get a Lamar Jackson in the second round or something like that. But this to me screams he's not impressed with any of these top guys enough to say you're the guy from day one. Yeah, look, I still think it's possible they take a guy at number mm-hmm. one, but I, w- I do think they'll take one with one of those first two oh, picks. Yeah. I, I think that it certainly lends, the, lends credence to the idea that Barkley is going to go number one. I think so. I think he's the best prospect overall in this class. <laughs> and so that makes sense. You get the best player. When John Dorsey was in Kansas City, he always talked about best player available. We're going to take the best guy on the board. Mm-hmm. So Barkley, for a lot of people, is that. Also, look, when he was in Kansas City and they took Mahomes, you know, the, the idea was for Alex Smith to be there for one more year to be that bridge. So mm-hmm. I think you're going to see a similar situation play out. I think the winner in that Tyrod Taylor trade is the Giants. Yeah, because the Giants now are going to have whatever quarterback they want if Barkley goes number one. It's true. So one thing we like to do around here, stacking the box, is go around the NFL, trying to figure out what the storylines are going to be. And as free agency starts, there's going to be a lot more to talk about than the past couple of weeks where we were talking about, as you put it, the underwear Olympics and the the NFL Combine. So Kirk Cousins... He's obviously the top quarterback on the market, not because he's the best quarterback, but because he's the best option right now. And there's a bunch of teams that need quarterbacks, Buffalo, Minnesota, Denver, Arizona. Where do you see Kirk Cousins going? What's the story with that? Is he going to go to Minnesota or is he going to go somewhere else? Because right now it sounds like he's going to go there. Apparently there's two teams that want to give him three years fully guaranteed. Wow. That's, that's big. If I'm Kirk Cousins, like, there's no urgency to sign right away. I'm mm-hmm. letting the bidding war play out. If you look at cap situations, the Jets have more cap space than any team in the league. Mm-hmm. So the Jets could conceivably be like, hey, we'll pay you $50 million in the first year and then have that taper off, you know, 25 and 20 yeah. the last two. I think the Vikings are the leader in the clubhouse. The Jets, though, have the financial firepower that if they wanted to just do something outrageous, yeah. they could at least force a hand. I think Denver... Is, is in that mix, but I think Denver's probably going to end up going another direction. You know, I, I think maybe a Case Keenum, maybe A.J. McCarron is, is a fit there. Yeah. Um, and Arizona, I think Arizona is, is a wild card. I think they're the sleeper of the, of the group. But, again, Minnesota and the Jets have the most cap space to be the most aggressive. And I think if you're Cousins, you'd rather play in Minnesota with that roster indoors than you would with the Jets and that roster outdoors. So I, I think Cousins probably ends up in Minnesota, but certainly when you have a player of that caliber at that position, 
teams are going to try to get creative and aggressive. And so I don't think it's over just yet. No. So I kind of mapped out here what I think the quarterbacks are going to be. So I got Case Keenum going to Buffalo because that makes he seems like the type of guy that Buffalo would want to go after. Uh, Kirk Cousins in Minnesota, AJ McCarron to Arizona. And I wouldn't count out Denver maybe trading for Nick Foles because something one one of the things about this whole Tyrod Taylor trade was that Arizona and Denver were both in talks with Buffalo to try to get Taylor before he went to Cleveland, which indicates to me Kirk, they, they're not confident that Kirk Cousins is going to be coming there because you, if, you, Kirk, if you're confident that Kirk Cousins is going to come there, you have a good shot of signing him. You're not trying to trade for Tyrod Taylor. Yeah, and I think, look, the, the one thing that has to be mentioned, there's a lot of quarterback options out there, whether you're talking about Sam Bradford, Teddy Bridgewater, yep. Case Keenum, uh, you know, Josh McCown, I think at this point is probably a backup, but he's out there as well, Jim Karen. Um, Denver, I think, is, does not want to draft a quarterback because mm-hmm. we've heard over and over, even from Elway, that, look, we're in the market, we want to sign a veteran. Yep. I think he's terrified of having Paxton Lynch 2.0 happen. And so I think he's looking at it and saying, if we can get a veteran in here, fine. What I'm interested in is, okay, Kirk Cousins, we all think he's going to get three years, $90 million, maybe mm-hmm. even more than that. Case Keenum, like there's been talk he goes to Denver. Is Denver looking at him as a bridge? Is Denver looking at him at three years and $60 million? Because there's a big difference in that free agency grade. Yeah. You know? So I think it's fascinating, but I do think Cousins ends up in Minnesota – but not before the Jets basically offer everything short of the Empire State Building to try to get him over there. And then promptly get turned down. So the first loss of the season coming early for the Jets. Two, two more things in this, and then we'll move on to the next topic. Uh, kind of sleeper ideas here. What would you think of Sam Bradford going to Jacksonville to back up Blake Bortles? And then also, Buffalo's got a pair of first-round picks. Yeah. Did we see not the big trade between Cleveland and Buffalo happen with Tyrod Taylor, but maybe there's something happening with packaging those two picks and moving up to get a guy, and that's how they fill that hole. It's, it's possible. I think Buffalo is going to be very aggressive in the draft. I think the mm-hmm. Bills, with the 21st, 22nd overall picks, also they have two picks in the second, two picks in the third. They have a ton of ammunition, and they need a quarterback. Because Nathan Peterman, if anybody nope. thinks he's the answer, nope. turn on the first half <laughs> of that Chargers game. Turn on the first five and minutes of that Chargers game. It was a disaster. Game. So they, they're going to... See, and the thing with the Bills, too, is look, that's a tough sell for free agent quarterbacks because mm-hmm. of the weather and because Tom Brady's in that division. So I, I think the Bills are going to try to go young. Uh, so th- I think they're aggressive for sure. Bradford to Jacksonville, look, I think for his own health, it'd be good to be a backup quarterback there for mm-hmm. him because he just has not been able to stay healthy. Yeah, uh, I think he'll end up getting a starting job, though, somewhere. Uh, but look, my, I'm interested in the younger guys like McCarron and Bridgewater. Like If I'm the Jets... I'm calling up Teddy Bridgewater because That's if he app. turns out to be what he looked like he was going to be before he got hurt, you might solve your problems on the cheap. So, mm-hmm. I, you know, I, I look at those two guys as very intriguing. Well, you could have just traded for Deshaun Kaiser because according to Packers fans, he's the second coming of, of Brett Favre. Um, all of these moves over the weekend, before the weekend, lost in the shuffle was Richard Sherman. Yep. He gets cut by the Seattle Seahawks. It's the end of an era. Like le- the Legion of Boom, people are not going to appreciate that until maybe a couple years down the line where we get like the Jeff Perlman book about how <laughs> all the things that were happening inside of that locker room and everything like that. But he goes to San Francisco, signs with the 49ers, mostly because he wants to play the Seahawks two times a year. He's vengeful about that. But does he have enough in the tank? What's the story with that? Is he going to be effective for the 49ers this year? Is he more going to be a guy who comes in and kind of helps them move their culture into a winning culture? I think he's a great signing. Mm-hmm. Uh, look, first of all, for the Niners, it's basically a year-to-year deal if you look at the structure yeah. of it. So I, I think, you know, there's a lot of talk to Richard Sherman who represented himself in that deal, should have had an agent. I, I think he bet on himself and he feels good about that, and that's fine. Like, I, I think Sherman, before he got hurt, and I know it's an Achilles and he's turning 30 here in a mm-hmm. few weeks, but 
Richard Sherman is still one of the best corners in the NFL. And the Niners, as good as that roster is starting to become, they really needed help in the secondary. So yeah. I think it's a home run for them. He, you're right. He's going to play Seattle twice a year. If you don't think that factored in, you don't know Richard Sherman. <laughs> it's going to be he, good. He went to Stanford, which is right down the road there yep. from Santa Clara. He's from California. So, I, look, I think it's a, it's a great fit. We wrote about it on Fanside, and our number one fit was the, the 49ers. So, uh, like, I'm not shocked he went there. And I, I think it's a great fit for them. And, and quickly, on you mentioned the Legion of Boom. It's now the Legion of Gloom because oh, yeah. they – they, without Sherman, they can move on from Jeremy Lane, Deshaun Shedd, they're expecting uh, to mm-hmm. move on from him as well. It's amazing how quickly that division flipped. Two years yeah. ago, it was Seattle and, and Arizona, and it was just a death match to see which one of those teams would win. Now, the Rams look like a clear-cut favorite. The Niners are Niners, coming on yep. strong. And mm-hmm. it looks like Seattle and Arizona are going to regress significantly. So I think Sherman, though, absolutely still something in the tank. Yeah, and Sherman... You know, signing with the 49ers. It was like Aqib Tlaib got traded to the Rams, and he actually rejected a trade to go to yeah. the 49ers. So that would have been a crazy secondary. And just, you know, John Lynch, it needs to be said that the job that he's doing, as much flack as he got when he got hired to be the general manager in San Francisco, he's not ready. He's, you know, you it's can't have this guy job. coming in. And he comes in and puts together that roster in the first year. And then now he, on the first visit, Richard Sherman only went to one team. And I don't know how much that had to do with the vengeance factor, but a lot of it probably had to do with John Lynch, you know, he's another Stanford guy kind of smoothing that over. So, I mean, big props to John Lynch here for, for putting this thing together. Lynch has done a wonderful job and he is the anti Sashi Brown from the standpoint that like Sashi Brown gets all this credit for amassing a ton of assets. Yeah. But then nothing ever happened. Yeah. And I know people say, oh, he got fired before he could have. He had 14 picks in the 2016 yeah. draft. got nothing. Yeah. Okay. John Lynch, on the other hand, came in and was like, we're not waiting around. We're not going to tank for four years mm-hmm. to get good. We're going to go out and make it happen. Second round pick for Garoppolo. Sign him to the extension. Get Sherman in there. I love what the 49ers are doing. I think I'm, I'm probably in the vast majority on that one. And so I'm excited to watch the 49ers. Yeah. I really am. I, they're one of the teams I'm, I'm very, very intrigued by going into the spring and the summer. Yeah, Sashi Brown is not Sam Hinkie. There's no process to be trusting here. That's, it's a disaster. Um, all right, so what's the story with Odell Beckham? Okay, so another, another problem arises with him. We've got a video that comes out that uh, shows him with a blunt, and we've got some maybe cocaine there. We don't know. A lot yep. of things getting thrown around, but... What everybody's focusing on here is here's yet another thing, another roadblock, another reason to say Odell Beckham Jr. is too much of a problem. He shouldn't be in New York. So what's the story? Should the Giants trade him? Should they cut him? Is he, what, what, what's going on there? I mean, I wouldn't cut him, but I'd look into trading him. And if you get mm-hmm. the right value, I'd go for it. And I know a lot of people say, look, he's never been in trouble off the field in terms yeah. of criminal history. And that's true. Like, and he deserves credit for that. The guy has never been in any kind of legal trouble. That said... There's been a lot of stuff that's gone on with him over the years in terms of immaturity, whether it was yeah. partying on a boat before a playoff game, whether it was in punching a hole through the wall at Lambeau Field, all the antics on the sideline, <laughs> the WWE wrestling match he got in with Josh Norman when he was back yeah. in Carolina. Uh, and then he said he wants to be the highest-paid player in the NFL. I, I have news for Odell Beckham. He's not going to be the highest-paid player in the NFL ever, okay? Not at that position. So if I'm the Giants, you have him for one year now on this deal, and after this it's either extend him or give him the tag or let him walk. Uh, if they get better than a third-round offer, which they'd get as a compensatory pick mm-hmm. if he leaves next year, I'd, I'd trade him. I, I think, especially if you're going young at quarterback, just start the deck clean. Fresh slate, you got Sterling Shepard mm-hmm. there. You can build around him a little bit. Yeah. Um, he's a great talent, and he's 25 years old, but that video is not boding well. Now, we don't know if it was cocaine on the bed next to him. It appeared that that could have been the case. It appeared to have a blunt in his hand. 
Look, I'm not trying to say that everybody in the NFL is a choir boy. Let's face it, they're not. But that's a bad look if you're Odell Beckham a year before you're up for a huge deal. So off the top of your head, who could you see maybe trading for Odell Beckham? Everybody's going to say Oakland. Underdog Fantasy is the fastest growing fantasy app and easiest place to play fantasy sports. Just jump on underdogfantasy.com or download the app, draft your team, and that's it. And if drafts aren't your thing, they also have a pick'em game where you can win 20 times your money in a single night. Use promo code RADIO, and Underdog will double your first deposit when you sign up with up to $100 in bonus cash. Deposit $100? Get $100 free. That's promo code RADIO. Terms and conditions apply. And John Gruden, because these guys like to take him in. And then, of course, there's Dallas, because if you're an NFL player and you have a problem, you, you always have a safe home with Jerry Jones. So is there anybody off the top of your head? Because he is a free agent. He's, you, they're probably not going to extend him if there's this problem or, or franchise tag him. Right. Is it worth trading for him now, or you just wait this out, let, the, let him be the Giants' problem, and then get him on you know, a free agent deal next I, summer? I'd only get him if it was like a Marcus Peters-type deal, where you just felt like, well, the, the return is so underwhelming that, hey, you don't want to take a chance. Mm-hmm. I mean, there's a lot of teams that could use him for sure. I mean, you know, the Bears come to mind, Baltimore comes to mind, right? Like there, you know, there are some teams that would be more than mm-hmm. happy for to get their hands on him. Uh, you know, but the the problem is, like you mentioned, he's got one year left. You're gonna have to pay him a boatload of money yep. to keep him there. Uh, and and you know, you have all these off the field uh, concerns, if, if you concerns, will. So, yeah. I I think Beckham probably ends up staying put. But if I'm Dave, see the one problem with Beckham is Dave Gettleman does not have any ties to him at all. He didn't draft mm-hmm. him. He hasn't been there that long. Like, if I'm Dave Gettleman, I don't care about Odell Beckham. Mm-hmm. And I've, I know I've got some years there. So I think that Beckham will probably stay, but there's a dozen teams in the league that could use him. The question is, who would use him and pay him? Yeah. All right, before we get into the final topics here, we got to say this episode of Stack in the Box is brought to you by Fanatics. You can save 15% on your order of $50 or more by using the code FANSIDED. It's March Madness. You can get your March Madness gear. It's also free agency, so your team signs somebody. You can go out there and get that jersey, be that person to, uh, you know, you could get a good signing. You never know. Maybe hey, somebody... If you're a Giants fan, maybe get that Beckham jersey now. Then, there you go. Vikings fan, you can, you can start planning out your Kirk Cousins jersey, maybe customize your Super Bowl 2018, 2019 <laughs> shirt, but use the, the code FANSIDED at Fanatics and save 15% off and you get free shipping over 50 bucks. So final topics. You're speaking of the Vikings. Drew Brees and the Saints, they didn't come together on a contract when we thought they were going to. Now he's going to be able to get at least wooed by a couple of teams. He's going to hit the market. We don't know how hard he's going to hit the market or whether or not he's going to go back to New Orleans. But is there a chance he escapes New Orleans? Is there a chance that they somehow screw this up and he ends up somewhere else, presumably Minnesota? It seems impossible. Mm-hmm. Right? Like it seems like the Saints, they know that, hey, we got a window here of a couple of years. And they, yeah. were, we, they were our Super Bowl favorite. For most of the year last year, we we both thought, yeah. and then you know Stephon Diggs happens, but uh, like I, I don't. To me, I can't imagine him getting out of there. He's been very vocal; he wants to stay there. Mm-hmm. I think the Saints and them figure something out. But if he doesn't get signed by the new league year, which is four o'clock Eastern on Wednesday, mm-hmm. the Saints have to carry a cap penalty going forward for year after year after year. And and no matter if they resign him or not, it's basically without getting too into it. It's it's dead money because it, the contract would void. Yeah, and so they'd have to carry huge cap numbers to retain him. If they don't sign him by Wednesday, I don't think he's coming back because they can't afford to bring him back. Like they would be, they would almost be in a situation where financially it'd be impossible. Mm-hmm. So they have to get a deal done here in the next forty eight hours or so. And if he doesn't go back there, 
all of a sudden, like, is Kirk Cousins the most valuable guy? Like, I know <laughs> he's I know he's 29 and Breeze is older, but yeah. Breeze is a much better player. <clears throat> that would throw this whole thing into chaos. But I think at the end of the day, yes, I think the Saints find a way to keep it. Well, first of all, if Drew Brees somehow doesn't go back to New Orleans, everybody needs to be fired. They need maybe they should contract oh, the team instantaneously. Like, just, like, Mickey just, Lewis should be dragged out in front of the Superdome, <laughs> and they should they should fire him publicly in front of the fans. Just implode the Superdome, cancel the season for the Saints. It's done. It's over. I think he's going to come back, but like you say, if he doesn't, that is a monkey wrench that gets thrown into this whole thing. And all of a sudden, because if I'm Minnesota and Drew Brees comes on the market, and I'm a franchise that habitually likes to go after old, over-the-hill quarterbacks on their like last run. I think Drew McGarry wrote about this this week uh, on Deadspin. It was great because he's a Vikings fan. Um, all of a sudden, they're an option, and then Kirk Cousins to New Orleans. Does New Orleans trade up, try to get one of these rookies uh, on a rookie, uh, quarterbacks on a rookie deal? It's just it's, it's an impossible situation, but it wouldn't be the first time where we're like, oh, there's no way that's going to happen. And then all of a sudden, and it, it happens. happens. Look, if... if- if like Taysom Hill is the Saints quarterback next year, that is a disaster. You you finally got good after years and years and years of being mediocre with this guy. You have the championship caliber team, and then he leaves. Jeez. Uh, you're not, I mean, look, I'm not kidding. Like everybody's fired if that happens. Yeah. Everybody. It would be a disaster. But I don't think he leaves. I think no. the Saints find a way to retain him for a litany of reasons. Uh, but if he left. Yeah, if I'm him, I'm calling the Vikings up and being like, my arm, your defense, Super Bowl, no doubt about it, yeah. right? Like, I, I, they would be the favorites. Yeah. So, uh, but I think he stays, and I think everybody keeps their job. The yeah, Vikings. maybe. <laughs> I don't know about that last part. We'll see if people keep their jobs. But, okay, that again, last segment, free agency starts this week. Is there – who's the biggest name – that you're going to watch because we've got Ndamukong and Sue got cut on yeah. Monday. So he's out there now. Kirk Cousins we talked about. And then it kind of seems like there's a, there's a drop-off because you've got, you know, Tremaine Johnson's out there, Malcolm Butler's out there. Is there anybody that we should really be looking at and excited for? Like, ooh, I want my team to get that guy. Well, the Raiders cut Sean Smith, but now he's going to prison, so he's out of the mix. Uh, no, listen, I think forgetting the quarterbacks for a second, mm-hmm. uh, Tremaine Johnson is a very good Young corner. I think he's going to command a lot of money. Uh, the receivers class is not necessarily deep, but it's top-heavy. Sammy Watkins, Allen Robinson, maybe some people get really excited, too, about Paul Richardson. He kind of had a breakout year last yeah. year. Probably on that next tier, though. Uh, the guards are actually really good. I know the guards, it's not a sexy position, but the mm-hmm. guards, like, if you need interior offensive line help, you can get some. Jack Muhord, Matt Slauson, of course, Andrew Norwell, Justin Pugh. Um, but, yeah, I think... When you look at it across the board, there's no running back that jumps out as being overly exciting. Jimmy Graham at tight end. He's, he's an older player, but he's still talented. Mm-hmm. He's still a red zone threat. Uh, but I think for me, Trumaine Johnson is the non-quarterback I'm looking at, and Sheldon Richardson as well. All right. Yep, I, I can see that. And Dominican Sue, I'm throwing out three teams. Do you tell me how realistic you think about this? Dallas, Tampa Bay, and Jacksonville. Uh, I, I think all of them have the money. Dallas would be a little stretched in but I think the Cowboys look they need it I mean they could use a, a big presence on the D-line mm-hmm. certainly your Bucks. uh and look I, I think the Bucks are the one team they need a defense alignment again. well here's Gerald here's, McCoy. here's he's got to Tampa Bay. first of all okay it's a hop skip and a jump for sure to go from exactly. Miami to Tampa second of all they have I believe like 71 million dollars in cash space so they have more than enough money to do whatever they want to get them and the third thing that you got to factor in is Jason Light he's it's now or never man yep. like Dirk Cutter it's now or never so Tampa Bay, like, that urgency matters. The Jets, like, 
everybody's getting <laughs> fired after this year if it doesn't work out, right? So, like, to me, I'm looking at teams like that. Like, who yeah. is desperate? Who knows that if it doesn't work out this year, they're in big trouble. Like, mm-hmm. if I'm the Colts, like, I'm calling him up and offering a boatload of money. Not that I think Ballard's going to get canned, but they need to upgrade that defense. But I think the, I think the Bucks absolutely are in the mix. Oakland? What about uh, Oakland? I don't know that they have the money. Mm. They're kind of cast out. Cutting Sean Smith before he became part of the uh, penal system was a good mm-hmm. move. Um, so maybe, maybe there that would be an interesting fit. Uh, you know, but yeah, I think look, I think they're going to spend their money more in the secondary. But I, I love the Bucks as a fit. Uh, I, I think you know the funny thing is I think Detroit's a really good fit. <laughs> I don't know if he'd back. ever go back. Oh, he's not going back. I mean, he'd be a really interesting fit. But I think yeah, the Bucks, Dallas, if they had the money for sure, yeah, um, they could use them. So. He is not going to be short on suitors. You no. know, Miami's cleaning house uh, for the first time in a while. And, you know, what are we going to do if the Dolphins aren't 7-9 and nine every year? So, I, I think... I don't know. I, I might not watch football. Would, as a Bucks fan, do you do you want to? Do you... Even though he kind of comes with some maybe baggage, shall we say? Uh, well, that was, my, that was my thing for you is, is he going to command that much money? Like, we, seen, we saw him in Detroit... And all the things that he did, stomping on people, kicking people in the nuts, it didn't hurt his value. He went to Miami. They paid him a gobs of money. And now they're cutting him. He wasn't as big of a problem. We didn't hear about him as much. So, but if I'm Jason Light, am I putting my career in the hands of, of, of Ndamuk and Sue? So. That's, where, that's the basket I'm putting all my eggs I in. Mean, I don't hate it because you're putting him next to Gerald McCoy. And you would also be getting like the top two defensive linemen from, that, that, from draft, that draft yeah. class. Maybe Calvin Johnson can come out of retirement. I can just complete the trio. <laughs> Look, uh, but I, I, I like him in Tampa. I think they just need defensive line help. A warm body is a, an upgrade from whatever they've McCoy, had. So. McCoy's been vocal. That he wants some help there. He's been tweeting about it, saying, hey, get me some help. Get me somebody. I want some team with a ton of cap space to get Sue, Richardson, and Wilkerson on the same line. And let's just see how it plays out. Like, is it a total disaster? Is it one of the great lines of, of 2018? With oh, that said, uh, free agency is going to be wild. It always is. The yeah. class isn't that strong this year, but never seems to matter. No. You know, you get that term best available. And a word of caution. Best available does not mean best. No. It means he's the best guy that nobody's signed yet. Okay? <laughs> so, like, in Dominican Sue's case, that's a great player who's available. Okay, yeah. fine. Right? But, by the way, keep this in mind. The Dolphins are taking on an ungodly amount of dead money here. The Dolphins yeah. are not saving a ton of money by no. cutting him. So, the Dolphins, in the worst way, want to get rid of him. I would at least keep that in the back of my mind before I'm a GM and I start hyperventilating that we can sign a Dominican Sue. Like... When some team is not saving money and they're cutting an <laughs> exactly. all-pro level player, they're not doing it out of charity. No. They're doing it because there's a reason. They didn't even try to trade him. They like, were just like, no, nah, that's all right. Like, so, look, I'm not saying he's not worth bringing in. I'm just saying, think about it. Mm-hmm. Like the same thing with the Jets and Muhammad Wilkerson. Okay, Muhammad Wilkerson got cut. They did not save a lot of money. There's a ton of dead space. They signed him for five years and $86 million and cut him after two years. And the Jets were like, oh, that's all right. We're good. There's a reason. There's a reason. They, the Jets, say what you want, make fun. Teams aren't stupid. Mm-hmm. Like they know why they're cutting this guy. So um, it's going to be fascinating. I think the best classes are offensive line, defensive line, uh, especially interior. And I can't wait to see how it shakes out. The NFL free agency market is always nuts. Yeah, and we are going to have an NFL free agency tracker on fansided.com. So keep track of that. Make fansided your home for your free agency stuff. As soon as somebody signs, as soon as there's a rumor, I mean, we're on it. We'll be on it. Hill, Hill and I are <laughs> going to be awake, I think, 24-7. This is, the, this is when football starts, this man. Is it. This is what I've been waiting I don't, for. See, I don't drink coffee, but I should now. Um, but listen, 
we're going to be here. We're going to be jumping on Facebook Live all the time here on Fanside. And if something happens, there's a big sign, there's a big rumor, we're going to come on. So make sure to follow Fanside and on Facebook. Be refreshing the tab. Uh, and if you're listening to this uh, and stacking the box, iTunes, please subscribe on iTunes. Give it a like, give it a rating, give it a comment. We're always happy to hear any kind of feedback you may have. Uh, and, and make sure to remind yourself, every Monday, 1 p.m. Eastern, we are here, uh, Stack the Box Facebook Live, and, of course, uh, on iTunes later on on Monday. So, for Josh Hill, I am Matt Verdon. Thank you so much. And we will be in touch throughout this week right here on Facebook Live. NFL, it's going to get crazy. Underdog Fantasy is the fastest-growing fantasy app and easiest place to play fantasy sports. Just jump on underdogfantasy.com or download the app. Draft your team, and that's it. And if drafts aren't your thing, they also have a pick'em game where you can win 20 times your money in a single night. Use promo code RADIO, and Underdog will double your first deposit when you sign up with up to $100 in bonus cash. Deposit $100? Get $100 free. That's promo code RADIO. Terms and conditions apply. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.